Hey everyone, welcome to Smash and Grab Comics. We are sitting with you on a Saturday night. This is the self-proclaimed king of comics, Tyler. And next to me is the one, the only, TR. Hi, I'm TR. Hi. And coming back to his microphone right now is the J.P. Jones. What's up? The J.P. Jones. The? The I one like and it. only. Not, not, eh. I'm like the... Probably the one billionth. That's why. Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> a lot of JPs. Yes. Uh, anyway, tonight we have a very special guest with us, a uh, longtime supporter of Rainbow Comics mm-hmm. um, and a supporter of our show, of Smash and Grab Comics, um, Bailey Viss. Bailey, how's it going? Hi, guys. What's up? So um, I'm happy to be here. Um, I just point out before we get too far, if anybody in the audience doesn't 100% understand me, it's just because... I have a little bit of a medical handicap, so if you don't understand me perfectly, I apologize in advance. No, we... We'll it, make it work. It'll make it work, so you're, you'll are you be uh, as clear as we can make you. Mm-hmm. So. But uh, we really appreciate you coming on the show. I know you really like to talk comic books. Mm-hmm. You're always at um, events that Rainbow has for comic books and comic book creators. Bailey's everywhere, man. He's man about town. He's like Howard I Moon. know he is. <laughs> I see Howard Moon, man about I town. See you at a Bailey Viss, mm-hmm. running around. And mm-hmm. so, um, yeah, uh, when JP told me you'd like to be on the show to chat comic books, I was like, yeah, let's bring him on. And um, you brought me on for the best possible topic. <laughs> okay, so uh, as, no, as our, as, yeah, and that's what we're going to get into. As our listeners um, of the last few episodes, oh. anyway, we're kind of on a new trend of picking a different topic every week. Uh, this week it was my turn, and I. <laughs> Um, decided we're going to talk about romance in comic books. I know. Uh, The the guys, I I knew that was going to be their reaction, and that's kind of why I did it, to create content here about, like, why this is a good or a bad topic, but I think we'll get a it's lot a good of topic. good, I think we'll get a lot of good discussion It's good. It. To, I just didn't expect it from you. <laughs> like, hey guys, let's talk about romance and comic. What I meant more, so, is it, I wanted it to be a broad overarching conversation about whether they should even happen in let's say superhero comics see and that's where because i was confused initially i thought you were talking about manga oh, <laughs> oh yeah God. no you thought i was talking about <laughs> Bailey's the, like, dirty, no, the dirty ones we don't want to go to the dark side of the world uh so i just was going to start off with one of the biggest ones in what i read was peter parker and mary jane bailey will know a lot about that what what are your thoughts on it? I mean, first they kill off Gwen Stacy. Then they needed to have a new Gwen Stacy, so they brought about Mary Jane. Mm-hmm. Well, she came around before him. But yeah. what what do you think about how they've erased her their backstory for a brand new day, for instance? Well, oh, here we go. Well, she's back now in the current one. MJ is around, sort of. Although right now she's off in Hollywood doing her Mary Jane solo title. Yes. Yeah, he's but, being the movie star. Have you read it? No. It looks dumb. It I, is dumb. It's like a movie like that's like... Really? I've heard good things about it. It's like a movie that's done by like Mysterio. Yeah, that's what it is. Stupid. She's out there auditioning for a movie, and it turns out Mysterio is the movie director. Great, that's he's tried to kill Peter though. Parker a billion times. That's oh yeah, let's go, Mysterio. That's kind of perfect for Mysterio, though. Feels like being a supervillain turns into a director. Course. Yeah, yeah, he's because he's a joke. I mean, he has no powers. I mean, it's all, it's all illusion, illusion, smoke and mirror. He's that good. Um, David Blaine of comics. Yeah, uh, David I mean, 
You guys check it out. It's magic. I'm cold for several days. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. Have you ever been cold for several days? What was? What's that? Me too. They, well, he oh, was yeah. like in this ice block the ice for block. a few days. Uh, oh, he and was. And it's like, oh, check it out. He's not wearing a shirt. Okay. Well. He lived inside ice for like a week. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a Mr. Freeze thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of romance, it. that's what Mr. Freeze is all about. That's true. That's uh, his whole thing. I like that backstory, though, if I'm being honest. You like it? That one uh, works because uh, it's built into the character, yeah. and that's his motivation. Yes. Rather than, uh, it's uh, rather weird, than, shoehorned in, let's create a new character. Nothing is more heartbreaking than his first episode in Batman the Animated Series. Yeah. yeah. Batman the Animated Series? Yeah. 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 That is the most heartbreaking cartoon I've ever watched. What? Yeah. What uh, what happened in it? I didn't. I never think I remember. I was a kid when it was when I watched it. It's they go over Mr. Freeze, Mr. Freeze's wife backstory. dying. Oh, okay. Well, not dying, but because recently in Detective yeah. Comics, they had this whole story about her being brought back to life. She she's finally back to life now. And she's the bad guy, and Ooh. she's the bad guy. She's escaped. What a she, twist! <laughs> she has told she has told Victor she doesn't love him, and she's escaped. Right. Um, so. I mean, I, that's kind of what brought this into my mind, how obsessed he is over it. And in the end, when they finally revive her and bring her back, that's what they do. It was such a lame thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Well, if you remember, it's even crudeler in some versions, because, Tyler, I know you read the, the Scott Snyder one I think it was in. Yeah. Where, like, Miss, like uh, Mrs. Freeze was just, like, some college student. That, like, Mr. Freeze was obsessing over. Yeah. Yes. And they didn't even know her. Yeah. Like, they didn't even know each other. It was a lot. It was very creepy. Yeah. Like, yeah. really uncomfortable. <laughs> I remember that. Uh-huh. Um, so, I guess I was more thinking in terms of why do writers do it? In, especially in, like, a... If it's a if it's a romantic story, sure. If it's written in the, into the character like Victor... Fine, but Bruce Wayne never had a love interest um, officially. He always, you know, was with different ladies, and then they got more serious about the Catwoman thing in the last five years. And I never thought that didn't go through. Yeah, yeah. And then they went all the way up until the wedding day, and Bruce got stood up, and now Catwoman's back in his life. Yeah, they can't well, get married. No, no, that's just it. So why do this? It's so dumb. It's an easy uh, plot driving device that doesn't require. Like, you can get away with a lot when you say, well, he was in love. Well, also that, and you got to think they're trying to get some broader audiences, maybe some women who've never read comics before and want a little bit more of that, too. I know that's very shallow of reason, but that doesn't mean it's not the reason. You know what I think of this? It gives the reason for the hero to have a secret identity. Yeah, it gives, yeah, I mean, if he didn't, at this point, does Bruce need a secret identity? He's a single guy. Most of his um, "quote unquote" kids hate him. Um, uh-huh. he, Alfred's dead. Who does he need for to protect? Now. Yeah, for now. For now. Who yeah. do we need to protect at this point? Uh, well, you know, there's a crisis coming. There always is. There's a and crisis. There always and is. DC, and then they'll reboot everything, and Alfred will be back, and the kids will all love him again, and yada yada yada. Yeah. Yep. What I'm reading right now, and I really don't. Meaning in disrespect because I really like this comic book, but um, that um, oh you're gonna you're gonna laugh so hard I can't think of it. It's the one with the app where they want to kill her. Crowded, crowded, right? Yeah. It started this great great story where it was 
one app they someone put a hit out on the girl. Yeah, it was and, basically Kickstarter for Hitman. Yeah, and then there was another app to hire um, personal bodyguards. Yes. And then those two were on this adventure together to avoid all the would-be assassins. And, oh, lo and behold, they fell in love with each other. And it just felt, and there was a whole issue of really erotic stuff in this comic book that wasn't erotic. I think that's a little bit of natural progression of that, though. Those two people are stuck together. They're in that situation entirely with themselves. They can't talk to anybody or see anybody else or trust anybody else. So it's kind of like a natural progression. They are each other. uh, It's the only people they talk to. Right. So. Is there an action version that into a movie? Yeah. I heard that. The rights were were bought. um, Before the first issue even came out. Yes. Yeah. Wow. And um, it was bought by Rebel Wilson. Yep. Yeah, in her studio. Yeah. Which I think I think she has like a Rebel play on words with her last or her first name. She would be a perfect person for that main character. Yeah, I think so. I think she'd be fun. Yeah. I think they could make an entertaining movie out of it. Yeah. I think they'd throw. I think she wants to go the com- uh, comedy action style rather than trying to fit in a lesbian love affair. Instead of cats. <laughs> yeah. Instead of cats. Oh, instead of cats, yeah. <clears throat> so, okay. I don't know. What do you guys... When I sent that topic out, what did you think about it? Nothing. Uh, <laughs> I was kidding. <laughs> I put no thought into it because you, you made the choice. <laughs> wow, I entertained your guys' ideas. Well, but ours were okay. <laughs> and yours was crap. No, I'm just kidding. Bailey, you're with me on this, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three on one. Mm. Three on one. All right, all right. Well, so... That's no, all right. I'm I prepared just... a backup topic. <laughs> <laughs> I did too, actually. <laughs> Nobody took time. Tyler's like, we'll address it, but I brought my own it's, material. Thank you. It's not my car right now. <laughs> <laughs> I actually... The first thing I thought about was that uh, recent Harleen Black Label yeah. series that came out. There's yeah. three issues, but... Um, because there, that whole thing is that love story. Yes, I mean if that's you want to more, call it that, more that's part of the whole character. Yeah. so that works. You know, the and Joker never treats her as a love interest. Well, she's the ultimate yeah. Stockholm syndrome. He treats person. her like garbage, and then and then says one or two nice things to her to keep her no. strung along. Yeah, they do. They are at some points. Yeah. You know, um, they've written. Um, romantic relationships between the two of them before. Um, yeah. Well, uh, that one makes a little bit more sense be- to me because Poison Ivy doesn't necessarily identify herself as female. Human. She's or human at all. Yeah, she's plant. You know, she's so emotions to her are something. Did either of you read? Did of you read that heroes in crisis? No. No. By no. Tom King. That, they literally made her into a plant person. Did they? She's literally made out of plants. Tom, yeah. Tom King's on the lower end of my list lately because his Batman stuff was getting so convoluted. Mm-hmm. It was just so intricate and weird. Yeah, yeah. they literally made her into a non-human plant person. That's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking on your topic, though, I mean, you know, one thing you brought up to me personally when you're texting me about it and letting me know sure um was you said the walking dead yeah and how rick and has um other relationships other than Lori. yeah but um when when that started that's rick wanted to get back to Lori. you yeah. know what i mean that was so strong that was the whole story and then he made it back to her and it was can they get through that fact that she was sleeping with shane and then you know and then with uh andrea later it didn't feel as authentic to me 
I still I disagree with that though. But but I'm, I think relationships in comics or romance in comics um, works when you lay a foundation of realism with it. And Walking Dead did it really well because everything is based off of the comic is less about the zombies and more about the human interactions and how they all deal with this world of zombies. So you're it's it's a soap opera. With the zombies as the backdrop, or the, you yeah. know what I mean? Yep. Because, uh, yeah, I mean, all the things that happen in there are very soap opery. And you're yeah. just like, oh, you know? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. I Scandalous. Was, I would argue that the only superhero comic character who has had a successful, like, one time romance that's never been broken up is Superman and Lois Lane. Yeah, yeah, you know, they've always been. They've never had, like, a falling out, really, have they? Lois has been taken from him. Clark's been killed. But as far as... Lois has been killed? Yeah, yeah. they've never had a falling out, like, we are over. Uh-huh. I don't think. But I'm not mm-hmm. a huge Superman fan. No, me neither. But but Bailey's right. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of the one that stood, stood the test of time. Yeah. I think that's just kind of the character, though. You know, he's the... I think that's written into he, the character. Him he's the all-everything, you know? Yeah. He's, he's the best hero. He's the best villain when he wants to be he's the best um human being and alien he's a better human than humans yeah yeah, exactly Uh he's he's just supposed to be supposed to be that pinnacle so i mean anything salacious in there i think would wreck the character at at the heart because i don't think you would want him to be like you know i got some fanfics that really (laughs) (laughs) some fanfic i'll I'll tweet you the deets yeah oh man no thank you send you the link no no i'll I'll make sure you put that in the show notes do you remember (laughs) in mall rats when they were talking about do you think if um uh superman and lois lane could actually have a baby together you know um do you remember this line yeah i don't i'm i remember the movie kryptonite condom (laughs) was the joke (laughs) good lord Yeah. Oh, they actually addressed that in a in a book called The Pro by Amanda Connor. Okay. Uh, where it's called The Pro. She's a prostitute who gets superpowers. So the book is very, Ew. very NC seventeen. Yeah. And there's a Superman esque character. See, that's the that thing. comes to fruition. Superman and his is so wholesome that you don't <laughs> want to think of him other than he's got Lois Lane and they have a boy named Jonathan Kent. Right. You know what I mean? Um. I think the fact that they've got kids ruins it. Um, um, just like Damian Wayne, nobody likes him as a character. No, I know it's too... Because he's a dork? He's a jerk. Oh, a jerk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he is. He's really awful. Well, I hate and, to break it to you, Tyler, but kids ruin everything. I know. And he's By the way, I'm happily married and she's pregnant, so... <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, we're saying did we, we want to say that on the air? JP, uh, this might be the first time you've said it on this show. Yeah. It is. Uh, you and Sarah are having a baby. Yep. Name it Damien. <laughs> no, not going to name my son after the devil's son. I'll bully you into it. Or daughter. Uh, I don't even know yet. It's still early. You, you Six mentioned... Um, oh, Anakin. <laughs> Little Annie. Little Annie. Yeah. I don't know. You mentioned that you got to find out what the sex is, but Sarah wasn't going to get to. <laughs> is that true? I mean, I'll hold, it, I'll hold it over for like a day or two. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. It was funny. I was watching the... I was watching the show, the Rainbow Show, when it went public. Was, uh, <laughs> that was me that texted him. <laughs> yeah. So here's what happened now the, the, that the story is... Uh, okay, I was at home, and then my wife comes into the room and says, Did you know about this? And she shows me the phone. No, wait, what she first said was, Did, Did JP, JP say anything yeah. to you? 
It was Wednesday afternoon, and I said, about what? And she showed me the phone, and it was JP's mother-in-law posting congratulations to these two. Couldn't be happier. And I wrote to JP uh, through text. I said, are you having a baby? And simultaneously, he got that and several other messages from people. Mm -hmm. And while it happened while he was doing the live rainbow show. Mm -hmm. So... You stepped away, read, figured out what people were talking about. No, it literally just slipped down to his phone while on camera. Yeah. It was just staring at his phone for like five minutes. <laughs> this is because I'm like, I applaud your professionalism, sir. I'm Did like, you watch it? No, I'm like, go back and watch face, it. I don't have Facebook. I'm, oh. like, I'm like looking at it. I'm like, I can't Darcy believe was, uh, this right now. Like, I, was doing all the talking. I was like, I can't was believe. Was I the first one that you read? No. It, it was, wasn't? Okay. No. It was a cascade. I was hoping an I was, ocean. I was hoping I was the first that broke the. No, way, you know, it was just like all of a sudden I got these like congrats, like bing bing. Okay, so bing. I'm like, what? Those that what is uh, this? don't know, Did I win the lottery. <laughs> uh, the news was not supposed to have been broken that way. No, it was supposed to be done by me and my wife, but she accidentally gave her mom permission to post on Facebook. She she forgot that we had wanted. To, I yeah, don't know. but. <laughs> Long story short, I was really perturbed about it because, you know, it's just like it's a moment in your life that you want to do yourself and like surprise yeah. everybody. And it was just kind of like the air was taken out of it. So it's not my mother-in-law's fault. Love her to death. She's <laughs> just super excited about it. So I understand her wants to put something out. Yeah. And she got my wife's permission, but she, no one got my permission. So that was really where I was like yeah. perturbed. Yeah, it's your baby also with Sarah. And you, um, you kind want, of. You both, I mean, I, I did. You, I did a little bit. Yeah, well, <laughs> so you think. You know, uh, and, and so you won't know until it comes out. And when you see the baby, you're like, oh, yeah, it's mine. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, but I guess as a dad, you know, you still have expectations that should be upheld. I, I think. I got I'm, rights, I'm too. I'm on your side. I'm on your side. So when I, I think, saw that. Honestly, everybody was. I'm Everyone like, was like, my buddy, he was at dinner with his grandparents. And he like was reading his phone. And he was like, "Oh shit!" in front of his grandparents. Oh, and they're like, nice. "What happened?" He's like, "Oh, nothing. I just saw my friend let me know that his wife's pregnant, and his mother-in-law just made a post. And I looked on his page and her page, and they haven't said anything. So I'm like, is this kosher?'" He's like, "Yeah." yeah. Well, that was my first thought. Was not not I don't know how high I rank in your list, but um, and I'm when Peggy showed me, I'm like. No, he didn't say anything. So the fact that your mother-in-law said that, it wasn't, it didn't dawn on me that she shouldn't have. It, what dawned on me was that like, dude, you're having a baby? Why did you say anything? You know what I mean? Because I personally wanted to wait until you passed that first trimester, 12 weeks. Because that's when things are. I still waiting for our texts. So. <laughs> I don't have a phone, so I don't <laughs> Exactly, right? You don't have Facebook, so. Well, it's because I don't like it. Yeah. Well, if you. That's where the information was put, and yeah, that's what started everything. Yeah, I mean, we're still gonna do an announcement, but I just feel like it's not like as big of a like. Let's put it back huzzah. in the bag. Let's put it back in the bag. Okay, yeah. listeners, none of you know that JP's gonna be a daddy. Yeah, let's put it back. You in. don't know that. Is that possible? It's all fake news. So talking about comic book romance. <laughs> <laughs> back to what I was talking about with Walking Dead, though, with the Andrea thing. Yeah, that was again, I think, natural progression for those characters because yeah, they had she been, had been with they had been traveling together for a couple years at that point. Oh, longer than that. I mean, Carl was a kid, kid, and yeah. he was growing into a 
young men. Yeah. You know? So so years have passed. Is what oh I mean. yeah, multiple. We're not talking two to three. We're talking more like five, six, seven, eight. You know, they've been on the road together for a long time, and par- they're part of the original group. So I thought with her and Rick's relationship was perfect because they both lost people. He had lost Lori. She lost Dale because yeah. she was with Dale for a while. Yeah. And they, and then Andrea also was kind of the ward to some children as well. So she was kind of a stand-in mother to these children who also passed away. And then, so I mean, they're they're both like broken people looking for someone to help fix them. It didn't. So they feel... were like puzzle pieces that, you know, were not really meant to be together, but yeah. somehow clicked. You know what it I mean? I feel, loved it. It didn't feel like a gimmick. I'll give you that. Whereas recently, like five years ago, recently. Mary Jane recently was, was dating Tony Stark in the comics. Dumb. Yeah. yeah. That was and, like two years ago, dude. What was that? That was like two years ago. It was two? It was that yeah. short? My point is, now she's back with Peter. So, it just... She's a slut. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all that's it. Wow. That's, <laughs> Whoa. That's, that's your takeaway? Yeah, that's my takeaway from that. How dare no, you? No, no I'm no, kidding. Does she and Tony Stark ever actually did? I, or does I, she just work there? Um, I thought that it was known that they were dating. I never got that impression, but okay. You know, at the beginning of this Spider-Man series, this current one that's going on when his company collapsed and Mm -hmm. all that, I think she was breaking up with Tony or something like that, and she went back to Peter. But it was, it's interesting. He's a liar. Don't listen to him, Bailey. Tell everybody the truth. I'll find it. I'll find it. No, I'm just kidding. We'll wait. (laughs) Where, where's, yeah. We'll wait while you find it. We'll wait. Where's John Nordstrom? Yeah. Help me. Oh, yeah. He knows every Marvel. Well, no, Tyler. There's tons of Mrs. Uh, Spider-Man issues here in the store. Just go dig through some back issues. Yeah, there is find. a crap ton here. <laughs> go find it. Go. Anyway, okay. All right. Well, in the meantime, keep the conversation alive. I'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I don't know. I I just feel like the hokiness of giving two people a relationship to move the story forward is... Yeah, and I wanted to get your guys' opinions on it because it works in some series, like Walking Dead, to more serious series than Amazing Spider-Man. But... I think it works across the board as long as you cement it either in the character, like Mister Freeze, we talked about, works really well because that's one of his motivations for being who he is and being the character that he is and being the bad guy that he is. Yeah, because he has something to fight for, so that relationship is already built into the character inherently. Whereas, like we're talking the gimmick side, like yeah. The cat, woman, the cat and bat wedding, you know, or, yeah. you know, this and that, or um, the thing getting married and like different X-Men. And then most of it just ends up in somebody getting stood up because it's comics. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. these two can't be well, married. Peter, they got to go fight crime. You Peter know, and Mary fight. Jane in comics were married for like 10 years. That one I like because it's always been, you know, Gwen Stacy was there. Yeah. But like Mary Jane was like, I think a lot of people's first crush in comics, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're reading comics as a kid. Like, and oh, love Mary for, Jane. For, love uh, Mary Jane. For us that are our age, yeah, that was at the height of their thing. Bailey, but, am I right? Mine too. Yeah, see? Yeah, Peter and Mary Jane. But, Straight from a guy wearing a Spider-Man t-shirt. Yeah, that's a great shirt, by the way. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks, I don't know. I like it. Do you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a V-neck, I mean. Do you I got guys, it on sale. See, I brought this up because this is something that sometimes bugs me. I'd rather just get through this, read the story as opposed to... Well, it's it's I, different. You're buying a comic book because it's it's nerdist escapism and yeah. not like Daniel Steele. <laughs> you <know>? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're not buying it for the romance. I know. 
It's uh, just an after effect of storytelling how these things happen. So in terms of Spider-Man, for example, currently we just hear Peter going, oh, I wonder how Mary Jane's doing on her movie set. And then jump over to Mary Jane in Hollywood. Mysterio. With Mysterio, yeah. right? It's weird. Yeah, it's just like, okay, so what is the point? Why does Peter need to even be in a relationship with her if she's going to be across the country? You know what I mean? See, one of my favorite... I would say, I have two points to make as to why romances don't usually work with superheroes. Particularly Spider-Man. His first girlfriend is literally murdered by accident. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he... Uh, uh, a whoopsie killing. Whoops! Uh, you that one. Yeah. His marriage... Was literally raised from existence, like thirty years later. Yeah, yeah. So that's what Spider-Man should never be married. It never ends well. But they're do- yeah. they're go- ramping up to it again. With yeah. I mean, how close him and Mary Jane have gotten in the last couple of real years of our lives. Mm-hmm. It's been a couple of years, like you said. Um, but in the comic books, they're like almost back to where they were at the height of their relationship pre Brand New Day. I think something that you can't get away from can't get away from with Spider-Man is he and a lot of the Marvel Marvel heroes and I think it works a little bit more or we see it a little bit more in the Marvel heroes is because Marvel in its existence as comics exists in our real world like Spider-Man's in New York yeah. you know characters are from America or places on a geographical map that we can look at a globe and go that's where this is happening that's yeah, where this is happening <laughs> <laughs> Okay, it's a bad example, TR. Because Wakanda's real, right? Yeah, I did a whole high school report on Wakanda, it, okay? Iowa? Their main export is... Wakanda, Wakanda, Iowa. Wakanda, Iowa. <laughs> Their main export is unobtainium. <laughs> unobtainium, I like that. But, but no, I think that's that's why it's natural progression, because it's technically in the real world, you know, like where these characters live. Latveria. Latveria. <laughs> I'm just saying on a, on, a, on a globe, like where's Gotham on a globe? Right. Where's Metropolis on a globe? Right. You know what I mean? Yep, I know. You know, because so they're made up. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. But a lot of the stories that happen in Marvel take place in America or are somewhere on the mapped world. Yeah. So it's just it's easy for people to just suspend their disbelief because they're already in a certain reality. Yeah. Um, can you tell me where Atlantis is? Oh, I can tell you where Atlantis is. I found it under my dresser. So. <laughs> Justice League is weird. I mean, DC is weird because they go back and forth a lot where Justice League of America, right, but yep. yet there's no real cities in no. any of that. No. Um, Marvel City, Star City. Marvel yeah. is mostly real locations yeah. with a few made-up stuff like we just pointed out, Latveria, Spider Island. And... Oh, I didn't say Spider Island. I just no, thought you didn't. it. Spider well, Wakanda. Spider Island is just New York. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Um other than that, though, I mean, like like I said, uh, it just has to be based in the care, you know, natural progression or in some sort of foundation. You can't just rather than just be like, yeah, my problem, date of the week. I agree. Yeah. If they're using it to move the story forward instead of having it incorporated as part of the story, that's when it bugs me. Like, well, we need this character to do this thing. Okay, well, that's a couple months away, so let's have them fall in love and then have that lead to whatever crazy thing. Yeah, it's it's almost like a break time because it's yeah. easy to fall back on to write a romance. It's way easier to write romance than it is to write world-ending problems. You know I what I mean? I don't know about easier. It, it turns out Well, it's, you worse. just go through the... I, well, it, it turns out that way at the end, but it's yeah. easy to just write it up as a 
this and that and then oh my god a kissing issue you know what i mean like yeah it's, yeah. it's always build up to that did you read tom king's batman um like the first 85 issues of this only the first 85 issues yep yep <laughs> only yep only but my point is this is that it was all wrapped up in this Catwoman love story somehow bane had um orchestrated the whole thing and it was such a waste of time because now that it's all dissolved there's nothing. There was my no story man. for 85 issues. Yep. My man. <laughs> what a horrible, like, super villain thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I made you gonna... fall in love and had it not happen. She's going to stand him up at the prom. Oh, amazing. Like, what? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, that's, the, that's no! what I'm talking about. That was this whole <laughs> thing. That's how he broke Batman. How dare yeah. you? How dare you, Bane? My one weakness is intimacy. That's <laughs> <laughs> He made me fall in love. I can't and handle commitment. Yanked, yanked her away. Oh, how dare you? I think the the only time is I've seen it really work. Vicky Vale is fun in the in the Tim Burton movie. Sure, uh, <laughs> that worked. I but mean, because he different. kept her because he kept her at like a definite arm's length. Oh yeah, I mean he didn't because he's Batman. Yeah, There's, he can't he can't be because in a relationship. But then Michelle Pfeiffer <laughs> pushed her way into his life in the next movie, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, and the same thing happens is they realize they can't be together. You know what I mean in terms of like Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne. Yeah, it just doesn't happen. A cool actual scene in that movie. I have a couple points here to make and then move on. But cool scene in that movie is the masquerade party when everybody comes. You know they they have that uh, the ball. Yep. Everyone's wearing masks. Yep. They're uh-huh. the only two that are not, that aren't because that's their masks. Is Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle? Oh, I'm gonna have to rewatch that. Everyone else in the whole party is wearing masks, but Selena Kyle and Bruce Wayne show up with no no masks on. Tim Burton does understand that. Yes, he does. <laughs> Tim Burton does understand. His that. Batman movies are underrated. They're they're not they're dated, but in terms of the when character, you look what happened right after he was done. Yeah, they went off the rails. Yeah, I don't think they look dated. I think they look. No, like not a standard I'm Tim talk- Burton movie. I'm talking yeah. about in terms of their concepts, you know, in terms of oh. like the films themselves, kind sure. of. They haven't aged nuts? great. Let's get nuts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Get nuts. Let's get, Let's get nuts. nuts. Yeah. Uh, the only time I've, the only other thing I wanted to say was, um, the only time I've seen it work, and actually one of my favorite romance issues is the double date issue between. That was Superman so and Batman. Funny. It was a great. Right. It was the, a great book. It was. If it wasn't a Batman book, it would have been a. It reminded me of an Archie comic. Right, yeah. it was that, but the. Did one you of the... read it? No. Okay, you should actually. It's very well done. Batman and Superman, as um, Clark and Bruce, mm-hmm. went on a double date with Selena, Selena and Lois, and Selena was dressed rather scantily, you know, and, and Selena Lo- Lois was giving her, you know, dirty looks, and and then they were talking about the. Clark and, and uh, Lois were talking, should we trust her? You know, she's Catwoman, you know. And then at the end, they all had this great time. And it was a it was a batting contest to see if who could Bruce or, or Clark hit it out of the park. Was that it? No. Bruce had to hit Superman's pitch. Yeah. That's what it was. Yes. I don't know if Bruce did it because of Batman. Uh, I, he hit it, right? I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. The, that, that wasn't really the point. The biggest part of the book is there's there's a point that goes back and forth between like them getting to the date and they're both like dressed up, you know, yeah. and, and and it's Superman is having this commentary about why Batman is better than he is and Batman's 
having this conversation with Selena about why Superman's better than he is. Yeah. And they all are, but they're, they're like, well, he would never be, like, I could never be a guy like him because he has this, this, and this. And then Bruce would be like, well, I can never be as good a hero as him because he has this, this. And it's a really cool, like, back and forth. And they're almost like the same kind of frames and panels, but yeah. just in their own way. It's that, really, really well done. That was done really well because there was humor in it. There was, um, it was acknowledging real world problems with dating a criminal yeah you know what i mean selena is well known as a burglar and so here's superman's got this thing like he has to learn how to trust her right Mm -hmm. because bruce is dating her he doesn't want to judge bruce about the people he dates but well it's tough because bruce and bruce and selena are also going on a date with lois lane who's the top reporter for a newspaper you know what i mean like so at any second she could drop a bomb and be like, I know who Batman is. Um, <laughs> she wouldn't do that. No, though. she wouldn't. She wouldn't. But that's also, you know, a point of contention for Bruce Wayne. And I think that was nice because, like you said, um, we talk about Lois Lane being with Clark eternally, almost like you can't break them up kind no. of thing. And then pairing them up with Batman and Selina, who that relationship it was funny that it ended on the rocks, you know, because that's really where they were going to get married at on this cliff. But, um, I don't know. I think it really helped solidify it right there. But then when they didn't go through with the wedding, it, again, it just blew all that build up to nothing. So that yeah. means we had year, a couple of years worth of no story. Like that means none of that mattered. You yeah. know what I mean? In the end. Well, and we're also being a little bit like we're staying within Batman, Superman. We don't have to. Um, well, we don't have to, but I mean, there's also a longer history in, in Marvel of, of relationships and people being married. I mean, um, we're talking about like Hank Pym. Was, oh, that's uh, literally oh, what I was thinking. Hank Pym was like a abuser. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. used to beat Wasp. Like, there was, but but uh, they didn't do that for Shock Valley. They did it because it was happening and they, they were trying to broaden people's eyes to it because that was the days before the internet. So it was also, it was just an issue. Right. And they were trying to get it into people's forefronts with comic book. Hopefully Darcy didn't hear that. <laughs> yeah. Why? Does Darcy have a problem with that? She's a Oh, wasp she's a Wasp fan, fan. that's all. <laughs> Don't I'm trying to find the um, panels that I can um, kind of read the back and forth between Batman and Superman. Oh, sure. Their, which, like, why I like the issue. Yeah, it was a really cool um, look into... Bruce Wayne too and that because so much of their relationship during that run was as Batman and Catwoman right and they have these stupid pet names you know they would call each other Bat and Cat you know and it's like no why don't you just call him by his name yeah well every villain calls Batman Bat yeah right um and then they, they launched into this, like, how Batman's worst case or something like that, and it turned out to be the War of Riddles. Yeah. Um, oh, dear God. Did you, did you like that? That was something. All right. Yeah, War of Jokes existed. and Riddles. Yeah. Thanks for stalling, guys. Here's the panels. Side by side now. This is a, a great frame by frame. It's, it's um, Superman on the left side and Batman on the right side. Uh, I know this is hard to do for an audio show, but um, what are you looking at? You keep freaking me out. I'm looking to make sure your levels are getting picked up. Oh, it, are they not? They are. Oh. They Hello? Check, one, two, three. Before. Check, check. Sibilance. 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 All right. So on the left side, we have Bat, uh, we have Superman and Lois Lane. And um, Superman says to Lois that 
This is about Bruce. His parents died when he was so young, shot, killed right in front of him, and they switch over to Batman. His whole planet was destroyed. He's the last of a holocaust. Back to Superman. He was raised alone, a kid in a huge mansion, with his memories of his father and mother. Batman's side. He grew up in the dirt, finding out slowly how differently he was. A stranger, in, uh, discovering every day how strange he was. Back to Superman. He, uh, he had love, and they took it away from him. He should be a killer. He should want to tear the world apart from for what they did. Back to Batman. He has the power to tear the world apart, and he could with a pinky. It's not his world. We're not his people. We should be ants to him. Back to Superman. Sorry. Back to Superman. And yet, he took that pain, that shock of death, and he turned it into hope. Back to Batman. Imagine that. Always being on the outside. The pain that would come from always being on the outside. And yet, he took that pain and become and became a symbol of peace. And then it goes on to be like, to both of them saying, I can never be as good as him. Is that what so, it, yeah. Is that, is that what made that better? If you had, instead of sitting back and forth, they would have done like the Christian Bell Batman voice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would have done <laughs> and you, Okay, ready? Let's do this again. You be Clark. Yeah. You, you put it there. Oh, it's tiny, though. You're tiny. That's what she said. Wait. We're going we're gonna to do that whole thing again? No. <laughs> I'm I was going to say, I'm I mean, I can do that. I All mean, right. If you so, guys want to. We're good. We are, Bailey's, we're... Bailey wants it. Oh, yeah. He saw oh. his family killed in front of him. His whole planet died. <laughs> his whole planet He's a daughter. Oh, that's Holocaust. Let me tell you why I respect this guy. He's a real stand-up dude. See, now I'm just picturing Batman drunk talking about <laughs> Superman. Like, this guy... This guy, let me tell you about this guy. Just go search Batman Double Date Issue Panels, and you can find it. And uh, I just think that was one of the best highlights of the issue because it, was the, it wasn't the it was the jealousy or, like, it was just respect. It was them being real about themselves. It was a retrospective self-awareness of, like, I can never be Superman because he's a beacon of hope and he's this. He's a god. Mm-hmm. You know, and we shouldn't be – we shouldn't – he shouldn't even be our hero. He should be ruling us is what right. Batman's saying. And Superman is saying, well – Batman should be the worst villain of all time. You know, his parents got killed right in front of him. He should be just ripping through the streets and killing people indiscriminately because of what has been taken away from him. But he's turned that into protecting people. So it's really cool cross-referencing each other. And I haven't seen that done too much before. And that's why I really like that issue. No, that's not fun. between those two. Yeah. That's funny because if Batman had made one different decision in his life, he would have been the Punisher. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, and the like the um, Joker oh, says, and Punisher also says, you're all, you're just one bad day away from being me. Yeah, yep. You know, so because I think they both kind of have that shared line. Yeah, the Punisher has said it, and Joker will said it too. Uh-huh. So you're just one bad day away from being me. Aside from the big characters too, then we have like comics that come out, like Snot Girl a couple years ago. It was all about her, like online presence and guys that like her might not like, her. and it started off <coughs> cool, but. That kind of comic book fizzles out quickly if nothing happens. I think that one <coughs> is a good example of not knowing what you're doing for your after your first arc is done. Because your first arc was really fun. Yeah. And, like, that's not a book for Tyler or I. We shouldn't be going, it's oh, a, my God, did you read Snot Girl this week? It yeah, was, dude. From, <laughs> it, was from a, it was from a girl's perspective on dating, of life, yeah. of everything. In an internet age. In an internet age, right. And being an influencer. And I... Hi, I'm Tanya. I'm an influencer. I have 10,000 followers. I just really got a hooked... <laughs> I was looking at me like... 
Don't they do call that her again. snot girl because when she gets upset. You also look like you're going to take me to your shed after we <laughs> leave. Uh, okay, all right. TR, what was your backup plan? Go. <laughs> what was my backup plan? <laughs> yeah, what was what was the backup topic? You didn't have one. No, I have a bunch in my phone, actually. You have a bunch <laughs> in your phone? Let's hear those. Let's hear those uh, suggestions. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what... I hate uh, Tyler, a symposium on why the worst... Pr- no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Because I figured if we were going to keep doing that, I'd come up with ideas. Yeah. So well, I have why them you, written down. Well, you can't waste them now. I know. Yeah. yeah. Tyler, why are you trying to give away next week's like topics? I'm hey, not. I'm not. Guess I'm... who's picking next week, homie? Not me. I just went last week. <laughs> oh, you did. <laughs> Boom. I'll go next week. Yeah, yeah. it is your turn. You will. And next week's topic is sex in comics. <laughs> Sweet. Oh, oh, speaking of which, money what, shot. What? Shot? <laughs> Shut up, Jesus. There's a comic the, called Money no, Shot. There's a comic series. <laughs> I wasn't just randomly saying it. There is a comic called Money Shot. Sarah Beatty writes. Uh, Ew. Is uh, it's weird. And what funny. I was going to bring up is the Batman movie. Where they the animated movie where they added in the whole relationship between um, Batgirl and Bruce, the killing, oh, joke. the killing joke. Thank you. Yeah. How bad was that? <laughs> yeah. That I mean, was they added, Bailey's over here like no into an animated movie. They added in a sex scene for no reason. Yeah. And there's like a a twenty five year age difference between the two of them. It was yeah. weird. That's what I. That's what I hated. They broke this thing like in comic books. Bruce has always been like a another dad to Barbara. Yeah, right. And so when this movie came out and they made it a sexual relationship, I was more than just like irritated. I was angry. I'm like, I felt like they grossed up the relationship between them. Because the actual killing joke, part of that was like, what, 45 minutes? Yeah. yeah. At most. It would have been short otherwise. But that's fine. Well, they could have gotten away with. They could have gotten away with just doing a killing joke without that. I don't know why that was really even in there. I, I can understand. shoehorned in? Well, yeah, I can yeah. understand the reasoning. I, and I really think it's probably just a bunch of yokes sitting around a desk who's never read a comic in their life going, how do we solidify it to these people that, that Batman really loves this girl? You know, like, it's, come, it's his ward, you know, it's his, it's, it's, it's his crime-fighting yeah. partner. Yeah. It's they're, not, they're not, there's no it's sexual. It's Gordon's daughter. It's weird. They're like, hey, isn't Marvel hot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should feel bad when she gets shot. Yeah. She's hot. I know, but <laughs> I, you know what? In the actual comic, we felt for her just as much, and so yeah, why they thought she's we would... an innocent girl? Yeah, yeah. Why did we need to have that? Just to make it rated R. I don't know. Uh, yes, and to make it longer to show this relationship. But, but they, they could have shown the relationship. They could just show them fighting crime together more. The real relationship that they had. Yeah. I mean, real. I say real like it really happened. But <laughs> yeah. in canon, uh, in, true. in DC canon, in okay. Hollywood true stories. Comics are fiction, Tyler. What? Comics are fiction. <laughs> just blew my true. mind. Yeah, That's just... not true. Comics are real, and so is wrestling. Pro wrestling's real. Okay. okay. Don't take this from me. I got nothing. I have hey, nothing else. Wrestling is real to a degree. Yeah, they have to. They have to practice. And I mean, do, they have to do that. Yeah, right? they are doing you physical really, stuff. You really got to take the bumps. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, it's but it's scripted. predetermined. It's scripted. Yeah, it's athletic theater. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Don't you dare, Barry. <laughs> Don't uh, you dare. It's a soap it's called, opera in spandex. Like, uh, There's a reason right before a show starts and after the show's over that the word entertainment flashes across your screen because that's exactly what it is. 
Yeah. Is it? Doesn't what did you call it? <laughs> Theater in spandex? Yes. Wrestling's soap fun. Opera soap opera in spandex, yeah. Wrestling is fun. Wrestling. That's yep. not real wrestling. <laughs> I have a student that after high school, that's his goal is to um, get involved with some be a wrestler. Some kind of club here in Sioux Falls. Yeah, Midwest All Pro. Yeah. And so, they owe us ten dollars for that club. Yeah, and so I'll, I'll go contact Eugene. <laughs> so that's what his plans are after high school because that's his goal is to be on the big show and, and be one of the wrestlers. That's great because you, you know who's the top paid actor in the world right now? Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. And he started in wrestling. So yeah. if you, I'm just that's, saying, that's not a bad career path. Does your well, buddy look like Dwayne Johnson? He's not my buddy. He's 18 years old and he is a senior. So he's, he's not your my homie. buddy. He's not my buddy. <laughs> he's your homie. That's okay, Tyler. Yeah. I'm his teacher. <laughs> this is inappropriate. All right. Does your mentee. Okay. Okay. Probably can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I get in trouble if when I the, talk about it again. When the principal catches wind of this. <laughs> no, but anyway, that's that's his post high school. There it um, is. That's why it doesn't work in the Vern schools anymore. He's <laughs> <laughs> under witness protection. Uh, no, no, he hasn't retired, so that's why I don't work in Laverne. It's <laughs> uh, oh, funny. Yeah, if you're listening, Chris, I'm coming for your job. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, yes. I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know. It doesn't yeah, matter. I'm not. Yeah, you're, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to make dude. some brilliant points Bailey's about firing something. shots. All right. Bailey's Move in the boat and just firing cannons okay. right across the All right. right side. I, I will concede that this wasn't the best topic then. We are just told, I'm picking on you. I think it's uh, Yeah, topic. I am too. <laughs> you no, know, it's good. I'm just picking on you. Yeah. I it's thought just, you could handle it. I'm sorry. I can handle it. Do you see any tears yet? I mean, I didn't. I didn't Fine, expect you, guys you to be that way. I don't even care. No, I just didn't expect you to be bringing the Oprah Book Club to the yeah. show this week. So. That's funny. <laughs> well, honestly, I I wanted something that was going to be different than my. What's your? Who's your favorite writer? Go. Yeah. Uh, guys, like, what's your favorite? If you could have a superpower, what would it be? I would have said Elliot Rahal until I found out he's not coming to SuperCon this year. Ooh, slap in the Tyler, face. Do I have a few minutes? I know something I can talk about. We got a lot of minutes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Favorite uh, TV superhero TV finales, or whatever, like series finales. Finales. Superhero finales? I mean, there has TV series finales. To, um, well, I really like, there wasn't a finale, but I really liked the last episode of The Punisher um, that they had before the show was canceled. But well, was over. That was really good. That, that's a good topic to bring up because Arrow did end its eight-year run. It did. It so did. Well, I never saw the end. I watched like the first three seasons, but when that started becoming way more CW than what it started off as, oh, it got very drama. Yeah, yeah. very superhero soap opera. As soon as they started getting into more of an ensemble cast of Black Canary, and then they had this guy and this that guy and, and this uh, guy. <gasps> I thought you were dead. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like literally one of the bad guys was very much. Uh, it was just cheese ball. Well, know. it's just it's meant for a broader audience. If it's meant for people who don't or aren't really cemented in comics. In season one, it was really engaging, and then after that, and it was really interesting to watch him because um, that actor had to actually get in shape doing those exercises. You remember? Oh yeah, you the salmon it? ladder. Yeah, yeah, right. And I've he had to that. do that. And I do that every morning. I don't do know what the, I don't know why he struggled so much. Do you? Yeah. Anywho, what's the salmon ladder made of? Plastic. It's big. <laughs> no, it's made out. Of, it's it's the salmon ladder from Fisher Price. You can get it on Amazon. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's no, about four feet tall. Do you, know, do you know what it is? It's a 
It's a um, stand he, he, with. He, of course, he knows what it is. He's an Arrow fan. Yeah. No. So you know, oh, you've seen it. Okay. Yeah, no, I wasn't sure if you were asking him what it is. No, he no. knows what it is. <clears throat> All right, never mind. Moving on. Dang. Why are you trying to mansplain to him? I'm not. I didn't know because I thought he asked what it's it was. All just. Do you know where? Do you know where men get their water? No. Oh well, no. actually, but no. <laughs> well, actually. See, All right. Yeah. Well, actually. I just mansplain that to you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Bailey, go ahead and talk about the Arrow finale because I'm thinking that's probably yep. what you want. Let's to go talk back about. to the yeah. Arrow finale since we've got so far off guard, okay. off topic. Well, at the end of eight seasons, it's done, and I don't really know. Like, does has anybody watched it here at this table? I've watched all the seasons except the current one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jim, I only got uh, three seasons. I know Jim, he doesn't because he's not doesn't care. He doesn't I watched, care. I watched the first like season and a half, two seasons, and then yeah, I was just like, Meh. but. You still I mean, like the crossover stuff, don't you? Yeah, I'll watch those all day because I don't really even know. I don't even need to know what's happening in these other universes to appreciate, you know, because it's like, oh, cool, that's which, like this person. Like, which show did you like then that you enjoyed the crossovers? All of them. Yeah, The Flash was really good. And, you know, one big I, credit to Arrow is it birthed a yeah. huge TV universe. Legends. Yes. Without Arrow, Legends yeah. of Tomorrow wouldn't exist, Flash wouldn't exist. Supergirl wouldn't exist. Yep. Batwoman wouldn't exist. None of it would exist because the success of that show and the steadiness of that show and how popular that show became. So I'm not taking any credit away from it. It just wasn't for me. But I got into Flash. I love Flash. It's Flash so is good. Fun. Flash is fun. Yeah, really nice. Even though it's cheesy, but it's fun. And it's still a soap opera. It is. But it's but done it, differently it, than Arrow. It does yeah. a, a lighter a lighter flavor. The only problem that comes with any Flash story, and it happens in the comics too, is it always ends up is like, I'm Barry Allen. I'm the fastest man alive. Well, oh, no. Or... I'm a villain that's faster than me. Like, yeah. you're not the fastest man alive. That is a lie. It's, it's just, it it's always comes, every season. I it know. always comes back to Zoom or some new Speed or, Force. Or what's Sabotar. the guy? Sabotar. Yeah, I was like, what the? He's the he god of the done. Speed Force. Well, I'm the god of boring characters. Yeah, Jeez. I will I will give you that. That, that is a... Uh, happens in the comics, too. Every... Yeah. Frick, Flash every freaking twenty issues, like Zoom is back. Gee, yep. why am I reading this? Garbage? The, you know, yeah. some some ancestor of Thong is back. You know? Yeah, it's weird. There's my, reverse Flash. My favorite is the reverse, the reverse, reverse Flash. Yeah, the reverse, reverse. The reverse, reverse. My favorite Flash. He's more Flash than Flash. Is um, Gorilla Grodd. I love Grodd. Yes, yep. I love Grodd. He's highly underrated. And he's so yeah. much. He's so much fun. Yeah, because he's. He breaks the standard mold of of. Uh, it was an of, intelligent gorilla. It's awesome. Well, that and he's just he's got fun storylines, and he uses like there's just so many different things that he does and his in his storylines that are different than all the other villains. I mean, yeah, he uses the speed force, but he's an intelligent ape using the speed force, so it's more intricate. And it's not yet. No amount of running faster can keep him from messing with their head. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What's uh okay? I, we still haven't got to. What's the finale of Arrow? Well, there was a lot of payoffs. I mean, the big one. Go ahead, John Diggle. <laughs> what yeah, happened, Dig? Okay, I saw uh, that. I saw that as a spoiler. Uh, in Brightest Day and Blackest Night. They turned him into Green Lantern. Oh, Dig is a Green Lantern, huh? So, That's going to be cool. Yeah, I mean, not to spoil it for everybody, but everyone's probably seen it or heard about it. But Meteorite comes out of the sky and knocks him out, and he gets up and looks in there, and boom, there's a case, and he opens it in bright green. So they always tease that he would... 
I imagine it's going to be in the uh, Superman Lois show because um, it's established in the uh, the Arrow finale that he and Lila are moving to Metropolis. Oh, cool. Yep. So, so I, in your personal opinion, do you think characters from Arrow are going to appear in these other shows? Yeah, I mean, it's already confirmed for the next episode of Flash that Diggle's popping up over there already, so... But I imagine they'll pop up, I mean, some of them will probably go to Legends. Yeah, that's, right. Just spread the, 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 spread the love. That's where all the rejects go. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that. I'm like, I, I thought Legends is, you know, it's definitely geared towards younger people. Uh-huh. Um, and so the characters that I grew to like, like Firestorm from Flash, they seem way less compelling when they're put in with these other characters for Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. But is that your favorite then finale of uh, superhero TV shows, Arrow? Well, or do you have other ones? To be fair, it's the only one I've seen. Sure. Because none of the other superhero shows that I've watched. Well, that and it, there's not ended. a yeah, there's not a huge catalog of finales. Yeah, I mean Daredevil probably takes the cake. Daredevil's really good. Absolutely. Uh-huh. That's Absolutely. just that's just uh, sad that well it had happened at a time where. Disney was taking over, so they needed to end the Marvel shows because they want them on their own Disney Yeah, why, why let somebody but, play with your toys? Yeah, but they're using the same characters for their MCU. Daredevil will still be played by the same dude. Do I know that for sure? That's what I read. Okay. I, I, I think they're saying that on paper so the internet doesn't, doesn't get a buzz, yeah. but I think they'll recast. Because I think they're going to wait too long. They're going to wait. Yeah. And these these actors will get other obligations. You can't keep yeah, these guys sitting around. Yeah, like forty something. So yeah, you can't have these guys sitting around. Right. Maybe they're actors. They need jobs. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know I mean, like, you can't just sit around waiting. Yeah, so, I, uh, I think it would be fun if uh, tra- or, uh Matt Murdock was uh, Peter Parker's lawyer in uh, Spider-Man Three. That would be really cool. That would be awesome. Yeah, that would be well, pretty awesome. See, just to have that little see, bit of crossover. I, I like didn't see Far From Home, did you? Far From Home was. Was, I'll get to it. I just didn't. I, I'm like, I didn't. I don't need to rush out to see it. It's another spider player. Is there, is there a bit of a spoiler on that? But no, actually, I've stayed away from all of it. Do you want to be spoiled? Mm, not really. I mean, to be honest. Are you going to watch it? Someday. Let's <laughs> just say, say Spider Man is a lawyer. A really good lawyer. Going into the next movie. Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. Um, I like it. Yeah. And so. Well, uh, I mean, she we can bring She-Hulk in. She-Hulk would be yeah. a good one. That's that's definitely on Disney's um, right game plan and their roadmap. Gina Carano. Oh, I'd love that, but she's, she's already in Star Wars, and I don't know yeah. if they want to overwork her and you know, spread her too thin. Ronda Rousey? That's a joke. But, uh, yeah. No. I mean, no. She's she's Ronda Rousey's not that big. I mean, she's she's well, strong for a girl, there's, but she wouldn't be a good She-Hulk. Also, she's not a good actress. No, she's oh, not. who knows? But I do because I've seen her in, yeah, a, in Expendables films. She's terrible. She's in the Expendables. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. That. I don't. Uh, that kind of action film does not, not interest me. She's not a least. good actress, but she's a hell of a fighter, and she can do her own stunt work to a certain degree sure. within yep. st- studio. You know, protect yourself kind of thing. You know yeah. what I mean? But she can do her own fight scenes and stuff like that. She's great. Not taking that away from her. She's awesome. Wouldn't want to fight her. She'd kill me. Rip me in half. Yeah, for sure. Me too. But. She's not gonna win an Oscar. <laughs> I think I could take her <laughs> by surprise. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, if, if maybe by surprise in the dark. No, you gotta say something horrible and have him look away in disgust, and that's when you sucker punch. <laughs> that's when you attack. 
Oh, what a pathetic display of... <laughs> I win! <laughs> but, um, does anybody have an uh, answer for Bailey's I was thinking about it, and I can't think of any specific well, let's, finales. Well, let's broaden it then, rather than just superhero shows. Like, in the favorite show finales? Can we broaden that? No, let's do that. King of the Hill. King of the Hill? What, what was the, the ending show? of that like? What was the ending of that one? Um, basically... God damn it, Bobby. Yeah. Um, there's this whole big thing with Bobby uh, going into a meat judging competition, where, like, they'll have whole carcasses... That like the A&M. meat judging oh like judging meat yeah so like <laughs> yeah it's literally like so okay King so what's the deal with this and he knows all everything about it like he's doing it for A and M or against A and M whatever college sure some college and they get to there's the state finals and they get there and Bobby like saves the day and then at the end it's Bobby gets his own propane grill that Hank had bought for him years before. So then it's just the two of them grilling. Nice. At the end. And then I think Bobby's like, Dad, what do we do if someone asks for theirs well done? We ask them politely but firmly to leave. To leave. <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. Yeah, well done steaks are garbage. Tyler? Yeah. Um, you can have more time to think. I, I, think can, the, I can do mine. So. I think the worst. Can I do the worst? Sure. Was yeah. lost. Yeah. Agreed. What's that? I don't know. You agree? Yeah. Lost was um, the last probably three episodes. They just shoved in uh, some weird ending instead of addressing the questions that they had already brought up. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and it was like, are we even watching the same show? Because all of a sudden, the last few episodes, as it ramped up to the series finale, just seemed to be completely out of left field. I would argue that that entire last season was just kind of blah. Yeah. Just because J.J. Abrams left the show and it just... Felt... Well, he, he had left the show quite earlier than that, too. Okay. But, yeah, a lot of the originals had um, left the show far as, as far as creative people. Yeah. Um, but... I didn't watch the last season, but I heard all about it. I just don't understand why they set themselves up to not be able to... Well, I remember the ads kept saying all questions will be answered, and apparently the answer to every question was "fuck you." Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, the whole time they building up, building up, and there's all these mysteries. Like this is so strange. How are they going to answer the question of how the island moves? Yeah. How are they going to answer the question of why can't people find it on radar? Why can't you know? It's too many. You pose too many questions. To right. Give yeah. Proper What's answer. this? giant um smoke thing on the island and yeah. they and did again, answer the, the answer is always the answer was you. so dumb yeah <laughs> you know and you're but all the setup was great and then nothing and it's like why what was the purpose of that then like yeah, did you have that's no it. did you really have no idea how you were going to end this yeah like that's it that's what yeah. that's what i was mad about it's like it's like people took over that hadn't read the or watch the story, it, and we're like, just write an ending for this. I think it just became bigger than itself. I mean, it became a phenomenon. Like, I remember... <laughs> Stop! I hate it when you... I'm just kidding. Um, it's never going to stop. <laughs> I remember going to, like, going to places for dinner, like, friends' houses, and people were like, you watch Lost? You know, and people were, yeah. like, theorizing about it. Like, yep. you yep. weren't taking there classes. Were, there were podcasts, it. like, this when I started listening to podcasts, podcasts that did a weekly show 
immediately after the episode. Examining it? Examining, yep. Yeah. Step by step through so it. So it became this what, entity. What does this mean? What does that mean? What are the numbers? What is the hatch? What is this? And then... The numbers, Mason. What do they mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's Call of Duty reference, sorry. Call of what? Call of yep. Duty. Call of Duty. Uh, <laughs> Bailey is rolling his eyes. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, so what do you think, JB? What's your... Finale to remember. Um, Cowboy Bebop is probably my favorite one. I know that's odd, um, or just kind of off topic from what a lot of the stuff we're talking about, the anime. But it's just, it's so full circle. It's it's so closed. You know what I mean? You, you, you come from where you start in terms of the series and learning about all these branching side things and all the characters' backstories and, their, and how they all connect in the end and how... Sometimes they're all different, and that's okay. Yeah. And in the long run, it just—it's so perfect of a circle. Yeah. It's very, and it's very finite. It's—it's the the period is at the end of the sentence on that, or the end of the story on that, and it's so. That's at the end of a sentence. (laughs) Thanks, Bailey. Appreciate that, college student. Listen to college over here. God. (laughs) Just kidding. Um, but no, uh, that episode is so good. It's just so good, and. It ends Spike's story, the main character. Yeah. And even throughout the credits, if you pay attention to the show and you're a huge fan of the show and you just, like, pick up all the Easter eggs or, like, things that they talk about, you have even have to watch it throughout the whole credits. Yeah. Because the cam, like, just the, not the camera work, but the animation work takes you from the end scene and it takes you up into the sky and it keeps going and going and going and something happens at the end that's just, like... It, oh, it's a definite... Dude, end. it made me... It's it just... A, it makes you ball your eyes out. So like, it was an, it was an, it was a classic ending. I mean, it wrapped up. It is complete. And yeah. it's it's just it's so good. And that rarely happens anymore. So and good. I, I'm trying to tiptoe around what happens because you haven't I, watched. I've it. watched yes. episode one. Yeah, and that's as, that's as far as I've watched. For some reason, that's one that a lot of people haven't watched. Cowboy Bebop. I know. Do you, do you watch anime? No. Same. So, yeah, but they, I watch Cowboy Bebop. They told me to watch Cowboy I'm not Bebop. Not an anime fan either. And. I've watched the first episode and it's really good. I just haven't had time to go on. Mm. It's five seasons and each season is only five episodes. That's it, really? Yes. Yeah. And that's why it's perfect because when you get to the end, it's the end. And that journey that you've taken with these characters and where it ends is it's poetic but heartbreaking. Yeah. But needs to happen at the same time. Right. Because like the character has come so far and he's run from his problems for so long and it's time to just face it. You know, he's, he's, God, it's good. It's just perfect. Well, that last episode, you watch it, you have to watch it throughout the whole thing. You have to make it all the way to the end. Like, even when the credits are rolling, pay attention. They do beautiful, beautiful. Are you yeah. going to watch the uh, Netflix version when that comes out? I'm excited for it. Um, That's for the 10 episodes this season. Excited with, you know. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah, exactly. You know, I like the cast so far. Um, but Is it I, live action? Yeah. yeah, but I'm worried just because, you know, I, I hold the original show in such high regard, so I'm going to really pick it apart yeah. if, if it's not up to mm-hmm. my standard, because it's, it's my favorite of all time for that gen. And I'm not an anime watcher like TR. I'm not like, I don't watch Dragon I mean, I watched Dragon Ball Z when I was a kid, but I'm not still yeah. into it. Yeah. Grew past it. I don't watch any of the other ones. I'm really picky. Like, that is the gold standard I measure all 
other animes too. If it's not as good as Cowboy Bebop, I'm like, nope, don't care. Right. I've watched something better. Like, yep. you know what I mean? Like, I don't care. That's so. kind of how I feel about zombie stories. I'm a, I've read and watched The Walking Dead for the first few seasons. I watched Walking Dead up until... Um, you know the bar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched till Carl died, and then I stopped watching Walking Dead. I didn't Dead. even make it that far. Um, I made it up until Negan, and then once Negan showed up in the show, that's when I feel like they just started to get too far away from... What made Negan great? What made his relationship with Carl and that and Rick and like and you know the juxtaposition? They of did characters. that a little bit in the show. They tried, but then when the backdoor politics of the show started to leak in, yeah. and dictate the show's story, yeah, that's when things were like when, when they right, wanted to make Negan more of a character than he is. Um, I'm worried about The Walking Dead because they wanted to go on like for another, what ten seasons or something. Oh, they want to go on forever. Yeah, forever. But what season the, is it now? Like 10 or 12. 10. I think it's on 10. Yeah. And, but the book is done. Well, so. I, thought, I think it's both bad and good for AMC to do that because AMC has now been freed from any type of story arc. You can still story. keep going with the story. It's they're just going where Car- to. It's just where Carl's story ended. Oh, uh-huh. uh, they're going to. You know what I mean? And that's the thing. The comic didn't end the zombie apocalypse. The comic didn't, you know what I mean? Now they have no, like, they have no characters to base it off. Like, most of the cast is leaving because, you know, the um, woman who plays uh, Michonne, yeah. um, Deny, I can't remember her last name. Yeah. But she's leaving because she's making big old movie bucks now. She doesn't need to yeah. be wrapped up Wakanda. in a TV show. Wakanda. You know, Wakanda. Yeah. <laughs> she's, she's, she's doing other big things. Um, but other, other actors are there. leaving the show. She's from She's Wakanda. From Wakanda? Yeah. He's having a side conversation right now. Yes. Wait, are you still talking? <laughs> Sorry, that was really loud. <laughs> anyway, uh, I agree with you. Um, she's going to make way more bank uh, with Marvel than Walking Dead. But yeah, I mean, regardless of all that, but now that the comic book is over, they don't have to follow any story plot points. They can and just do whatever they want. Can you, do they're you just going to keep doing spin-off after spin-off after spin-off. Or, they'll keep or they're going to suffer from the... Uh, Game of Thrones syndrome, where the last season had no books to go off of, I've and heard... it sucked. I had no books for reference. I mean, I there was like no four, guy. right? Four books? How many books were there? So, there's supposed to be eight, but they're not even numbered. Seven hasn't even come out yet, so. Uh, yeah, okay. George R. R. Martin Shows was... you what I know about the series. George right. R. R. Martin was like, I'll write it when I write it. Yeah. 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 Honestly, AMC will ride the Walking Dead train until it is on fire, dead, doesn't have any wheels, and the railroad is gone. And they're just grinding dirt. Like they're just keep they're gonna keep going. Yeah. When the ratings are negative, that's when they will stop. They don't care about. I mean, the ratings for now have been the lowest they've ever been. They're still like, whatever. No. <laughs> Let's they're go. They're at the lowest <laughs> they've ever been. Yeah. Yeah. But it's Rick's cash gone. cow. You have to think about all the merchandise. Merchandising. Merchandising. But, I mean, toys and t-shirts. And you got to think AMC.com is chock full of Walking Dead hoodies and cups and glasses and toys and everything. So the show isn't the thing that's making the money. It's all the merchandise. And Robert Kirkman's still the executive producer, so he's, he's raking still, it in. He's still getting his side cut. Absolutely. Even though, that's the thing. Like, you ended Walking Dead in the comics. And I'm like... His Walking Dead money's still coming oh, in. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Gets check every month, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway. Well, this has been a, a good discussion on Walking Dead. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm <laughs> so glad that was the topic this week. So I get to my finales? <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. I, 
I have some my finale. Yes, yeah. yes, please. Let's, yes. Let's do it. So I have I have a, an old one and I have a new one. What's the old one? The old one for a more sitcom about is uh, Boy Meets World. Uh, what was the yeah. finale there? Because they went on to yeah. the college years, then they went on to also... Girl Meets World. Girl Meets World. And... Yeah, but Boy Meets World ended when everybody was moving to New York. Okay. Yeah, and it was like a three-part finale, I think. Yeah. That was basically like a clip show yeah. of like the last seven or eight years. I adored that show awesome. when I was yeah. that age, when I was yeah. the right age. That show was my favorite. Well, it, on Disney Plus. It grew, it, yeah, right. It, it grew. With it grew me. with its audience. I, yeah, uh-huh. that's I, the thing. Same thing. Harry Potter did the same thing. I'm yeah. not a Harry Potter fan, but it, it grew with its audience. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, the only other thing is about that show is they wrote out his sister. With no explanation. And then they wrote her back in with no explanation. They did? Yeah. I didn't know no, that. She yeah, back. she came back. Different and, actress. <laughs> yeah, and uh, they did, what was the line, like, Just well, I went up from my room, room to get, you know, to go to bed, and then, I don't know what happened for the next four years. Like, <laughs> they, they, yeah. they broke the fourth wall yeah. that yeah. way? That's awesome. Like, they did that in the original Roseanne show when they changed the actor playing Becky. Then they brought both Beckys back in the new Roseanne show. Yep. Or both actresses. Oh, um, my God. That, the show that lasted, you know, no time before Roseanne got fired. Yeah, exactly. Which, why was she hyped? That's not what this show's about. <laughs> Next oh. week's episode, Roseanne Barr. <laughs> oh, and that was your... Sitcom-y one. Yep, older one. And What's my other one was uh, Watchmen. The Watchmen? And the Watchmen. Oh, I, like I haven't seen, seen it. Watchmen on really? HBO. Is it, it good? Is, I, everybody, yeah. It's bizarre, though. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> weird, and yeah. it, it doesn't take you the direction you feel like it's gonna. And it's, they keep doing stuff where you're like, oh, so this is gonna be like, the, oh. It's oh, very no, political, no. too. Yeah, but that's that's Watchmen. And yeah. very NSFW. Mm-hmm. Better not say for <laughs> So is the show. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There's a lot of wiener. If you're a fan <laughs> of wiener, you're a fan. Why are you looking at me? Yeah. Just felt normal, natural. <laughs> felt right. My pony has a first name. T Y L E R. I can't well, with that, we should probably wrap up the show. No. Uh, talking for thank you, Bailey. Yeah, do a shout-out to our sponsor. Okay, go. I always forget. Go, T.R. No, no, no. no, no. I TR. do it every time. No, T.R., you got it. Let's take it. Okay, uh, come buy stuff at Rainbow. That was beautiful. Great job. Rainbow. Rainbow Comics, Cards, Collectibles, 3310 South Minnesota Avenue in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. If you're in Lincoln, Nebraska, check them out at 1501 Pine Lake Road, Suite 17, uh, and everywhere on the World Wide Web at RainbowComicsAndCards.com. I want to thank Bailey for coming in, being yes. part of the show. It was uh, your honor. His topic was good. <laughs> your honor. My my. <laughs> your topic also existed. It existed, but thanks, Bailey, for saving it with uh, uh, TV show finales. That was actually a better conversation. Call him Bailey because he <laughs> baileyed your ass out. <laughs> oh, I like that. With that, like we it. will That's talk to you later. It's my new Twitter handle. <laughs>